to start this morning, I will read the book of 1 Corinthians 6, 19. The Bible says, Do you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? Whom you've received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. So this phrase, your body is a temple, is widely used by both Christian and non-Christian. And there have been many songs about body being the temple of the Holy Spirit. So, what does it imply to say that? And to go with this, I will go back to Genesis. Genesis 1, 26. Uh, before I read this, I'm going to do something that might cost me a lot. So, neighbors, if you go to a super room, I might, I might need your help. Because what I'm going to do now may embarrass few people who may not want me at home <laughs> anymore. So... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to sing. And Erika will not be impressed by that. I don't know how this would go, but this song is, you know in life you go them songs that speaks to you. And this is one of them. Fortunately, it is in French. So, it won't do many damage, and uh, I'll sing it in French, and Tr Tristan will translate for you. <laughs> yes. So, it goes like this. On me dit souvent que Jésus n'était pas noir. On me le répète, il était tout blanc. Jésus était juif. Il n'était pas de ma race, mais moi tout ce que je sais, il mourit pour moi. <laughs> Tristan, can't believe that. Anyway, I will do it for you. This is a personal song, somebody uh, who's struggling with with some of the stuff he's been told and to, to make it his own, he, he wrote this song that says this. I am often told that Jesus wasn't a black man. Jesus was a white man and Jesus was a Jew. Why 
do I follow him? He wasn't even of my race. But my answer is, all I know, he died for me. Is that, isn't it? You might not feel it, but people get it. It's not a black man. He's a white man. He's, he's a god of white people. And you are a black man. What would you do? And this chap says, all I know, I don't know if he was black, white, but I know one thing. He died for me. And I want to go back to Genesis there. 126. The Bible said, Then God said, Let us make men in our image, after our likeness. This is God talking. Let us make men in our image after our likeness, which means that there is an image there that God used to make us human and to move. Again, I need some help. Tristan, you're next to me. Would you mind coming? Helen, can I borrow you? Steve, I think I'll borrow you as well. Please, can you come? Sorry. Uh, Roger? Giovanni? Come? Sorry. Uh, Val, do you mind coming, please? Got you. If you Sorry, I'm putting you on spot here. Uh, Katie, I think you won't escape. Will you join us? Sorry. Janet? You come now. Sorry, it's a bit, but uh, I like practical things because it gives us a, a view of things we, we, we're talking about. Yeah? And for me, this is important. I want just you to focus Everyone here. And I'll read again. Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Have a look and can you choose the one image of God that is there? I did this purposely because I would expect let make man in our images. Then this will explain something. But it is one image. One. Our image. Which one is it? Pick one. Choose. All of them. It's one image. I've learned English here. Say that plural is images. God says, let make man in our image. 
So we need to pick one. Can we? Can we? Clearly we can't. Then there is a question there. Thank you very much. Then there is a question there. There is a question there. What image is it? It's simple stuff. It's stuff we know. It. We do. But what is it? What image is it? Is it? Sorry, Steve. Steve with no hair? Or Tristan with full hair? There is a reason why I pick her. Is it? Is it Helen with blonde hair? Or is it Katie with dark hair? Or is it Giovanni from Italy? Or is it Roger from Africa? Or is it Val, a woman? Or is it Tristan, a man? Or is it Janet from Asia? Let's make God in our image. What is it? The first man was perfect, made in the image of God, according to the Bible. So since God is a spirit, man in, man in the image of God cannot refer to bodily or biological forms. Cannot. God is spirit. But while it may be true, that the body doesn't belong to the image, since God does not have a body, yet somehow we would like to see man's body, which is clearly part of the man, included in the image. The main impact of the image, the image is that God empowers man with some of his divine attributes, thereby separating and making him different from any other creatures. What are these special God-like qualities which man is permitted to share? We have language, creativity, love, holiness, immortality, and freedom. The list can be longer than that, but we focus on these six. And how we can sum all of this up is to say, man, like God, has an intelligence and mind. Let's look at a couple of these qualities. Language, which means communication. And a striking fact about God, the Lord of the Bible, 
is that God is a great communicator. First of all, we've heard it previously, God is three persons in one substance. True unity in diversity, as you, you saw here. It is a unity in diversity. In Genesis 1, we read that God said, let us make, let us make in our, let us. We notice the problem there. To whom did he speak? To whom did he speak? So he spoke to somebody. Let us make. There is a communication there. This is another proof of the Trinity. He spoke to somebody. Surely these people around him, these three in one substance, let us do it. As soon as man was created, God spoke to him. Create and he speaks to him. He used language to communicate with the man he's created. And something else about the communication. We know that throughout the Bible, Scriptures are referred to as the Word of God. Which is clearly showing that there is this quality, this incredible quality that God has put into man that is language and we share with him. Remember? Some might say, oh, animals communicate as well, but they don't have speech. There is no speech. Communicate by instinct. And if you go deep into that, you will see a big difference. Yeah, there is no such a very defined way of using a language, a speech, to communicate from animals. And what is even grandiose from human being is that I can speak to Roger in French now. Roger, comment ça va? Ça marche, hein? Tout va bien. À la maison? Tout bien. I can speak to Tristan. Tristan, are you okay? Yeah, great. How's your week? Absolutely fantastic. Even from the language point of view, God gives us Diversity of languages. It's not, fortunately, made all of us speak only English. <laughs> Can you imagine? He made us different. He gave us different way of communicating. He giving us a different speech, different way of speaking to each other. What an amazing God. And don't forget to underline the importance of communication. God sent his son Jesus Christ into the world with the name of Logos. The word. The word. John writes, in the beginning was the word 
and the word was with God, and the word was God. With such a prime communicator for his maker, it is not surprising that innate speech was part of the God-given image to human beings. Next, creativity. God is creator. We know that, isn't it? And we believe in that. The great planner of the universe. He brought his plan to a triumphant conclusion when he saw everything that is made and pronounced it good. After that, God made a man and woman. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. That's Genesis 1 27 to 28. So God has given the man and woman the ability to procreate new being in his image. Little human body and mind. Not only he created us, he's given us a power, he's empowered us to create like him. Amazing. Because we are creating people on the images of image of God. Wonderful. The next one is love. Love, as we all know, is the quintessence of God's character. God is love. 1 John 4.16 His love for man far outstrips human comprehension. Love is the major theme of the scripture. We know that. Even when man sins again and again, still God loves him. Jeremiah said, Because of Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Man, because of the given image, has capacity to love. A virtue completely different from other reflect mother, mothering and sex response that we have from animals. I might say again, yes, animals show love, but study has shown that these are Instincts respond. It's not something that the mean like human. It is murdering and sometimes sex respond of animals. And the next one is holiness. Holiness. You know what? God gave me and you 
quality of holiness as part of our creation. Adam and Eve walked in the garden. They communed with God until the fall happened. Man still man, even in ruins. More than that, because man is made in the image of God, whether we acknowledge it or not, we are made in the image of God. We still seek after beauty of holiness. But sometimes we move away from the beauty of our creator to focus on the beauty of our body. We move away from the holiness of our character to embrace more our self-esteem. And all of that, we put away the glory of God. But remember, man was recreated in the likeness of God. How? By Jesus Christ. He came to enable us to be recreated. Immorality. Immortality, sorry. Not immorality. That's not part of what we are given. Sorry. Immortality. Immortality is uh, something that uh, uh, evolutionists struggle with. Because they're trying to, they're really uh, trying to, to, to prove the survival of human, but they can't not explain that. So, what is the dynamic which drives life on and on? For animals, plants, and man. All of us, we strive for the life to go on and on and on and on. We, we don't like the end of life, isn't it? It's not something people enjoy. We, we don't like losing people. No one likes death, isn't it? If we had a choice... And we all long for that, especially for us Christians, that the reason for our hope is that we know life is not just today. Life will go on forever. So our natural way is to long for everlasting life, eternal life. And that happened. We can see that any being try to survive long for a long uh, long for a, a eternal life so we've been given that that cannot come just from anywhere it's something that we have within us and that was given to man and woman at creation god was before the beginning he has no end he is. With him, it's always the present. He is outside 
time. God is immortal. Man too is immortal. This is another image. This is another part of the image. Why am I saying that? That man too is immortal. Because it's not from me. Jesus said it. Jesus said, a time is coming when all who are in the graves will hear a voice of the Son of Man and come out. God's chosen one will live with him forever as in a newly created earth. So the time will come where death will be no more at the shout of sound of Jesus Christ. Freedom is the next one. Adam was created only a little lower than God. It seems to be right. Yeah. I'm not saying that. Tristan, can you read uh, Psalm 8? Five? Uh, what, what version have you got? Uh, yeah. Can you read for us? No, it's not me. That is the Bible. He made us just a little lower than God. As free spiritual beings. A responsible moral agent with a thinking mind and powers of choice and action. Able to commune with God and respond to him. He, called, he could love and worship God. That's the way we were made. But part of that freedom, and this is important, God is free. He is a free being. He gives us the freedom of action. And that freedom of action was about us communicating, loving, worship God. But also, we had a, show, a choice not to. Because we are free. He gave us that. Man could rebel against God. Unfortunately, and this is the tragedy for the humanity, is that Adam and Eve did just that. They rebelled against God because they were lied by a serpent. Man with such a golden start used his freedom to turn against God, his creator. Man misinterprets freedom as independence. 
there is no such thing as independence. God gave us freedom of choice. But God never wants us to live independently from him. And this misuse of freedom is the reason why our world is such a mess. Look at what freedom can do. We are watching news lately, isn't it? Freedom can lead the heart of man to kill more than thousand people. Independence from God can lead the heart of man to rape a 80 years old. Independence of man from God has done fatalities to the world we are living in. God created us free, but he never created us to be or to live independently from him. Because that was not part of this quality and attribute he gave us. So from all above, all these qualities, it is clear that the Spirit of God is in us. And that's his creation. He's been there since God went on to do Ruah. Do you remember that? Ruah? Have you heard that before? No. He's sitting there. For the last three interventions, Ruah was the important work God breathed in us. He gave us this quality to be in us. In fact, sometimes we can tend to think that the Holy Spirit business living in us is matter of when Jesus came. In fact, that's not the truth. This has been since creation. God is spirit. He's made us into his image. And from that we know that we've received from God this quality. And him being a spirit, in live in us as a spirit with all these qualities. Of course, this presence of God, this presence, this spirit of God was profoundly compromised by man's choice to use the given freedom attribute to make a decision that has been costly for the humanity. An act that brought all creation into despair. There is a good news, always a good news, is that God redeems an individual. He began to restore the, origin, the original image of God, creating a new self 
created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Ephesians 4.24 That redemption is only available by God's grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Through Christ, we are made new creation in the likeness of God. Hallelujah. Through Christ, we are made new creation. What do I mean by that? Everything I've described that seems to have been destroyed by the misuse of our freedom, through Christ, we have all of that. The Bible account is primarily concerned with the relationship between God and man. Man was created by God in his image for God's joy and glory. And man only exists in the context of God. It is because God is that man has being. Act 17:28. True, the earth and animals too have a place in God's economy. But essentially, the world was created as a place for man to live and for God to dwell. Isaiah 66, 1, 2. Can you help me to read? Isaiah 66, 1, 2. We may think, we may feel like, oh, we've got a lot to do to impress God, to build big buildings, to build big places of worship, and that's the tendency now. With the prosperity gospel, we want to make everything big. We want to perpetrate God as somebody who's missing anywhere to live. The question to you this morning, what can you make for God as a place of life which will be more impressive than the heaven and the earth? God is telling you and me, all of that is mine. It's mine. What more can you make me that will impress me more than what I've made myself? The interpolation to you and me this morning is this. 
God doesn't want your buildings and is not impressed by that. There is nothing we can make that will impress him. The only thing that impresses God is that we accept him to reside where he belongs to. He made us in his image because he wanted to dwell in us, not in building. We are temples of the Holy Spirit. He wants us to represent this quality I've just highlighted today. Why? We are the image bearers. We are the one perpetuating God's presence in this world. And there are plenty people who want to see the image of God. That's why he's chosen you and me to be the place where he dwells. Will you let him? Will you let him? Will you be the temple out there? Will you bear the image of God out there? Or you want to build big building? To be honest with you, he doesn't want building. He wants us. He wants to dwell in us. That's the reason why he created us. So he wouldn't be far away from us. He wants to be in us day after day. There was one more part in that song. And I'll finish by that. It says, Je ne le pas vu. Il vit il y a deux mille ans. Et on me le répète, pourquoi j'ai la tort? Et je leur réponds, je l'ai connu par la foi. Il vit dans mon cœur et je le mets bien. Once again, they've asked me another question. He lived more than 2,000 ago. You've not seen him. Why would you adore him? And my answer is, of course, I've not seen him. Of course, I don't know him. But I know him by faith. And I know he lives in me. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for speaking to us this morning. Thank you because you've chosen us to live in us. Lord, let us respond to your call this morning and let you continue to dwell in our life. In Jesus' name, amen.